How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Buddy, we're, can you believe we're on week three week already? three already, it's flying by. I mean, this is, this is the issue with the NFL season is it takes forever to get here. And then we yep. get to it, and it's already week three. And before we know, it'll be week 10, it'll be the playoffs, and then the Super Bowl, and it'll be over, and we'll have to wait uh, another you know five months for football. But that is, that's <laughs> how it goes. But so Don't rush it. Don't rush it. it. We got to cherish it while it's here. And we got good football this week. We had good football the last two weeks. We got some pivotal matchups this week. And we're going to preview week three of the NFL. Uh, a lot of great matchups. Really good great stuff. Great matchups, but a lot of number one, a lot of injuries to deal with. A lot with. of injuries that we'll talk and, about, yes. And and a lot of bad rookie quarterback play. Yeah. Which rookie we've quarterbacks in the recap. Rookie quarterbacks have been rough so far. Rough. Definitely rough. Uh and one will be making his start, his first NFL start. We'll see we'll talk about Justin Fields as he takes on the Browns this week. Uh we also have obviously the game of the week in the Rams Bucks. I'm going to think we disagree on this game because I have a little bit of a confident pick that may not be what everyone's thinking. That's just what I'm going to okay. say about that game. All right. right? So we're yeah. going to recap week or we're going to preview week three, talk about all the games, give you our start sits in fantasy like we always do. Uh, we'll get into all the games, break them down. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Let's run it. Let's start today's episode with the Thursday night game. Just a, uh, a tough one. You know, not not one that I'm t- really excited to watch tonight. Really? Not one that is, you know, catching my eye. But as you all know, Friday episodes, Thursday night game is over. So we're really wrong or we're really right when we talk about this game. But Panthers at the Texans, Panthers minus eight. That is the spread right now. Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback out of Stanford. Starting tonight for the injured Tyrod Taylor. That poor bastard. <laughs> I'm going to just repeat what I said last week. Like, Davis, I don't know how much practice time he got in a short week after coming yeah. out of, you know, that second half uh, game that he had. He he was bad. He was bad. really bad. He just looked I'm, like he wasn't an NFL quarterback and just didn't have enough time, like, enough time to, to, to get ready. And he looks like he, he he's going to... You need more time. So now you're putting into this situation where this Panthers defense right now is the number one defense in the league. So I see no scenario where the Texans are successful tonight. I just don't. I think the Panthers go to a 3-0 three, three and oh record. I think they cruise by the, the, the eight-point spread. Uh, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Sam Donald should have light-up nights. And I think the Texans just struggle tonight because I, I, I cannot see, unless the Tyrod Taylor curse is 100% real, and that every mm-hmm. quarterback that that fills in for him when he gets hurt is is an amazing, then then I just don't see Davis Mills being successful tonight. I I, I don't. So, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is Deshaun Watson playing? No, no he's, he's not. not. He's not correct. So therefore, the lock of the week. Wow. The lock of the, of the week. week. Winning and covering the spread. 
is the Carolina Panthers, who I have been riding since the preseason, mm. are going to start 3-0. and The most improved team in the league, the most balanced team in the league, this team is moving in the right direction, and McCaffrey is going to go bonker butts tonight. Yeah, he should. I mean, he should have an incredible game. I mean, they're they're gonna run the football tonight. They're gonna give it to him out of the backfield. Like, they he he should have a very very solid night, um, both through the gra- yeah. on the ground and through the air. So I'm gonna be really pissed if he doesn't put 35 fantasy points up for me tonight. Oof, 35, 35. Mm. He's getting in the end zone twice. All right, we'll see. We'll see if he has his his breakout game to start the year. All right, that's the Thursday night game. Let's get to Sunday. Let's start with the one o'clock games. Washington is in Buffalo for probably their hardest game of the year on Buffalo, who just come at, came out of a 35-0 win versus the Dolphins last week. Uh, Washington is, you know, is I think a better team with Taylor Heineke. I'm going to be honest. I, I really like Heineke's stuff. I like how he's been playing, you know, the last couple starts. Uh, McLaurin's now in a role. He, he loves McLaurin. I love, you know, McLaurin. His, his value now in fantasy is, is, is way more than I think it was with Fitzpatrick. I think he, he is... He looks to get him the ball every single play. So I like well, that about who else AJ, who else is he gonna throw it to? Well, I mean honestly. Fitzpatrick didn't throw him the ball in the first half when he you know when okay. when he was in there in the first game. So I listen, I'll I'm give you the fact he's their best weapon, but yeah. who else is Heineke gonna throw the ball to? Well, Ian Thomas? No. He's I mean, I like the I, I'm saying I just like it more with, with Heineke at the quarterback, just because he's I think better at getting the ball to him. Like I, I just think he's a better quarterback right now than Fitzpatrick was. Uh, yeah. But but I think that Washington's problem right now is the defense is not as elite as we thought. It is it's, not. It's, it has started rough. It, it started rough. So if you're telling me a team that has one of the worst offenses in the league mm-hmm. and has is supposed to rely on their defense, going up against a Bills team that is really just stellar on both sides of the ball, and Josh mm-hmm. Allen hasn't even played good yet, you know, to his nope. ability this season. He hasn't even had to, you know. So... Mm-hmm. This Bills team is going to get this win. Uh, it's going to be, you know, Washington keeps games close. Uh, I'm sure it'll be, you know, their low-scoring affair. But I like the Bills in this game. I think the nine-point spread is a lot, though. Um, I'm going to take lot. Washington with the nine points just because Washington likes to play, you know, single-digit games. Yep. That's just what, like, yep. they they like to do. So I like that uh, that play for Washington. But the Bills are going to win this game. I couldn't agree more. First of all, the Buffalo Bills need to show up. And if they can't show up at home after two really lackluster performances, you know, I mean, the the game against Pittsburgh was just awful, right? And last week, they didn't look that great either. So they need to, like, step it up, right? And it's time for Buffalo and Josh Allen to start, you know, putting their foot on somebody. The Washington football team, yes, they are one and one. They beat a bad Giants team, a Giants team that, that they should have lost to. Like, yeah, who can't stop? Who couldn't stop Alabama? You know. So I just think that this is. I, I actually, I, I think the nine points is about right. I, I think Buffalo is going to start it. You know, putting their dominance on. I think the Washington football team's overrated. I think Tyler Heineke is overrated. I just like Buffalo. I think they're going to be able to run. I think they're going to be able to pass. I think Josh Allen's going to have a massive game. And watch Stefan Diggs. This is going to be the game that Diggs has his 11 for 147 and a touch. Yeah, I think for the Bills, uh, I, uh, obviously the Diggs you know, play could be good. But I'm, I'm actually I'm going to agree with that and go with this is probably the game where Josh Allen is going to have to throw to get, you know, 
past this yeah. defense because the defense has been rough, but it's been more the secondary. That front seven is still pretty solid. So I think this is the week. Last week it was Singletary and Zach Moss. I think a lot of those guys are going to get either picked up or started this week. I think that's a mistake. I think, you know, the Singletary and Moss, uh, this probably isn't the week after a really big uh, boom week last week. It's it's uh, it's a week I would sit both of them this week. Yeah. I mean, I you know, there's Washington's supposed to have the best front seven in the game, and yeah. or at least top three. And other than Chase Young and maybe Montez Sweat, I just haven't been that impressed. I really haven't. Yeah, they've so str- they're going to have to play so far. They're going to have to gonna play find it eventually. They're going to have to play really well to win this game, and I don't see it. All right, another good one o'clock game: Bears Browns. We talked about it uh, in the intro. Justin Fields is making his first career start uh, versus the Browns, and this this comes after the Browns. Should, you know, they should be 2-0. You know, they had that Chiefs game. They played them toe-to-toe. They dominated the, the Texans after uh, Mills came in. So Yeah, but only after Mills came in because Tyrod Taylor was hanging in there. Yeah, Tyrod Ty, Ty was hanging there. They would have got it done, though. So the Browns are, are, are looking, you know, just as we thought, a good team in the AFC. And the Bears right now, kind of a tale of two games with struggling against the Rams, coming back and... You know, the score was closer than it was, but they they dominated that game versus the Bengals, made Burrow uncomfortable. They dominated on defense. Yeah. On, well, on Let's defense. Let's be honest. Yeah. Their offense is horrific. Yeah, it's, right? it's, it's mean, a struggle on offense. You know, Dalton, we, we talked about Dalton. I'm not going to repeat all the things. Everyone knows how I feel about Dalton. I think he was just restricting that offense so much. He, he gets hurt, and now Fields' is opportunity to come in. Fields was pretty awful as well when he came in against the Bengals through a, a bad interception, uh, Didn't but didn't, you know, have have to move the ball or, you know, they had that game one. So nothing to judge right. him on there. All right. Let's let's see how well you've been paying attention. Mm-hmm. In the first two games that the Chicago, Chicago blah, 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 the Chicago Bears have played, how many touchdown throws have the quarterbacks made? I'm going to go with one. One is correct. Mm. One from Dalton to Allen Robbins Allen in a Robinson. five-yarder. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Why in God's creation against Miles Garrett – Jadanian Clowney and a unbelievably improved Cleveland Browns defense. Do we think Justin Fields is going to come out and ball? No, I, I don't think he's going to be terrible. I just don't think he's going to have a lot of success. I think this Browns. Will he defense, have over 120 yards throwing? Wow, that, that's tough. I, I think I'm asking. It, yes, because I think they're going to make it a priority to throw the ball. I think they got to get Allen Robinson more involved. Get Mooney involved, you know. They're not going to have success running the ball. You, you just don't have that much success running the ball against against the Browns. They're going to have to throw. Fields is going to have have to throw and, you'd, and use his legs as well. So, Which I is why that, I'm thinking that Fields might have more rushing yards than passing yards by the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, and, and he could if that's, if that's how the game plan is. Running for his life. But I don't. I don't think it matters. I think the Browns are gonna. I think the Browns are gonna cruise by. I think that cruise. that Fields is Fields is in for a just a tough start. Like I, I don't not. I don't not. You know, like Fields, but I also think this is a tough position to put him in. And I think the Browns are going to get away with a win and and cover that seven point spread. Well, and the fact that with you know Landry hurt, isn't OBJ coming back this week? I, I would. I would be very much putting him back in the lineups. Yeah, I think. I, I think that's fair. Um, I, it is it is yet to see if he's going to play. But, you know, Jarvis Landry out now. Uh, Schwartz, I think, is out still. He got banged up. Put OBJ in there. They're going to have to, you know, throw the ball as well because that Bears front is, is very good at stopping the run as well. So 
OBJ could be in for, you know, a good uh, start to his season after that injury last week or last year. Yep. All right. Uh, how about the Ravens-Lions? Ravens, um, talk about the, a, a huge mi- mismatch in this game that is going to be exposed. The Ravens, obviously the number one rush offense um, in the league, coming against the Lions who can't stop the run to save their lives. I mean, this is, this is a run well, defense that has not been able to stop the run in like 10 years. Well, here's the good news. The Lions can't stop the pass either, so they they're right. going to get exposed. The, yeah, the defense is rough. the defense is rough, but I'm talking mainly for the Ravens. The, I, I think the Ravens are gonna. I think the Ravens are gonna basically just run the football. Like they're, they're not going to have to pass. They're they're going no, they're to run gonna. down run down the, the Lions' throat. Uh, everyone's talking about a huge game for Tyson Williams this week. Yep. Uh, I'm just looking at Lamar. I think Lamar. Coming off that win last week, the dominant performance he had, they're gonna, they're, they're, it's gonna up. be a Lamar. It's gonna be a Lamar yeah. show. He's gonna run all over them. Uh, I, I think honestly, an interesting turn of events from last season is Marquise Brown being this like pretty good wide receiver through two weeks of the season, which is not a huge sample size, but he, no, he's but producing is, more in, in the two weeks huge. than he did all last season. So it's very interesting to see that he's actually having you know the coming out party we thought he was gonna have last year. So. Interesting well, in terms of Marquise Brown, he's definitely you know fitting into some flex spots uh, this oh, week. Oh, yeah, he might even be a wide receiver one right now. You know, I mean, especially with this matchup, mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to cover him, Akuda? If Akuda's going to cover him, you yeah. know, then then put him as wide receiver one. You know, the thing about Hollywood Brown is, you know, everybody compares him to Tyree Kill. I if it, I feel like he actually like got ready for this season. Like, I think last year he was like, oh, I'm the man, and I'm just going to come in and, and do my thing. And he just couldn't get his act together. No. This year, he looks like he is really, like, locked and loaded. He yeah, really he, does. He looks really good. And for the Lions, looks really good. they they looked good through a half last week versus the Packers. Um, didn't do anything else in the in that second half. No. But it, it's honestly the offense isn't even, isn't even that terrible you know they have no, Goff's looked we- all right they've had weapons that they've used Goff is is Goff he's that you know guy that can kind of work in any offense Swift has been has been good through two weeks but that defense is going to get exposed what do you think about Cephas as a play yeah uh, well, yeah Quentin Cephas um he's a lower end person I think that that team has has ha- has no weapons to the point where it's like it's going to be a different guy every week that you probably, you know, don't really know and is not owned well, in, a, in a league. So so, so I, I think that Hawkinson obviously is their best Right, Hawkinson's player. the outlier. Like, right. Hawkinson yeah. has the ability this year to finish as the Start tournament. every week. He's a yeah. start every week. He, but he the, if you're he, playing daily, fa- if you're playing DraftKings or Daily Fantasy, Cephas is a nice play because he's not mm-hmm. a lot of money and he gets a lot of targets because there's not really a lot of people to throw the ball to. No, there's not. And, and you know, Hawkinson... It, you know, I didn't think it'd be this dominant to hit like the target share that he's getting, but it is. It is way more than I expected. Like there is nobody unless they're unless like it's week one where they dump the ball off to Jamal Williams and and right. uh, DeAndre Swift nine times. He's getting fifteen targets a game, and with a touchdown know, and and nine catches, like he's going to have twenty points every single week, and it could be a very good season for uh, Ravens for double digit win. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you with that. All right, uh, Colts-Titans, and I, fi- I find this game really interesting. No Carson Wentz for the Colts. It will be Jacob Eason, uh, probably. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe so, that, that Eason will get the start or at least play in the game. Uh, but Definitely. the Colts just got a terrible draw. What is the schedule that they have to start with? 
The Colts, <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts, I said would be uh, would be an overrated team and 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 not you know win this division. I did not think they would start zero three, and I can guarantee you that the Indianapolis Colts will start zero three come Sunday. They will lose to the Titans. Wow. This Titans team, not only are they just a better team uh, and the best team in this division, but coming off that comeback win from the from the Seahawks, getting Derrick Henry back into Derrick Henry form. Getting Julio Jones going. There's too much yes, momentum that from that really game. Big. They're going to dominate on an indie defense that hasn't been as good as we thought, an indie offense that hasn't been good as we thought, and they're starting quarterback out. I don't see. Uh, I don't see how Indy really has a chance in this game. No, and you know, I mean, the only downside to the Titans right now is AJ Brown is really banged up with his knee, so it might be all Julio Jones, right? So, but the way Derrick Henry came out in that second half week it gives me a lot of confidence that the Tennessee Titans are finding their way again. Yeah, and the Colts are a mess. They're a yeah. mess. They're a mess you know, right now. But injuries. That being said. I am putting Michael Pittman back in the lineup. So yes, you know, I agree for with all you. you people doing fantasy football. <laughs> all right. I, I put him in week one. He sucked. I took him out for week two. He was a monster. I'm putting him back in for week three. So good luck to you all. So I've gone back and You've forth. You've been on warned. It. I've gone back and forth on it. You know, with Eason in the game makes me a little reluctant Eason, to, to put I'm him in. I'm not that worried about it. Eason throws, the ball, throws a nice ball. Eason's but, been around this league for a while. You look at the Titans. Uh, you look at the Titans uh, secondary, and it's it's They're terrible, terrible. So Pittman being that only wide receiver, Ty Hilton still out. I, I think he's a. I think you got to play him after a big week versus you know the best corner in the NFL. So I uh, the, the I other person him. I would definitely start if you have him this week and you need a flex or an RB two is Naheem Himes. I think Naheem Himes is going to have like 10 catches out of the backfield because with Eason coming out, I think he's going to throw a lot of dump offs, a lot of check downs, and, and that's the man who's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah, we could yeah, we could see that for sure. And he's been picked up in a lot of leagues over the last couple of weeks. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, Chiefs Chargers, probably, you know, the game of the week for the for the one o'clock games. Uh, Chiefs Chargers, Chargers coming off that tough loss last week for the Cowboys uh, versus the Cowboys. The Chiefs coming off a tough loss versus the Ravens. So two teams. That are vying for this division, that you know, they uh, actually not not the leaders in the division right now with the Broncos, and we'll talk about the Broncos a little later. But Broncos, the Raiders, well, the Broncos and the Raiders, you know, both undefeated. Mm -hmm. This division, you know, is 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 very good right now. So the the Chiefs minus six and a half. Uh, I I think that that the Chief, especially at home right now, you know, right. I I think that still, we're Chiefs, still in September, right? We're so and you we're know. still in September. You know, Mahomes. Doesn't lose in September. You know, that last At week home. was, you know, the last week uh, was a game that Lamar Jackson just had to have, and he wanted it more. But I still believe this Chiefs team is better. Uh, the Chargers still have flaws. They still have, you know, uh, a rough defensive line, uh, a rough offensive line. Like, Herbert's running for his life pretty much every play last week against a Dallas front that me and you both know is not very good. Uh, so I, I like the Chiefs at home. Uh, Mahomes coming back off a loss. We, I mean, he, he there, there are so many scenarios where Mahomes is good, but coming off a loss back at home, division rival. I like the Chiefs in this one. Oh, there's no doubt. I, I listen, the Chargers are a great upstart team. I love Justin Herbert. I think Mike mm -hmm. Williams is playing outstanding. He looks like the Mike Williams I've been yeah. dreaming about every time I draft him every year. Um, and 
you know, they need more production out of Austin Eckler for sure. Even, you know, even though he's a little bit banged up. But but here's but, the thing. But here's the thing I love mm-hmm. about the Chargers, and we talk about Mike Williams and you know Eckler. They, they don't run the ball, so I think it's awesome because Herbert's dropping back forty five plus times a game, and yeah, yeah, he's dumping it off, you know, five to seven times to Eckler. But some of those passes, you know, got to go to yeah, they go to Keenan Allen, but they also go to Mike Williams. So there's plenty of you know passes to go around. So Mike Williams becomes a must start at flex. Pretty much yeah. every week, you know, especially playing secondaries like the Cowboys last week and this week the Chiefs, yeah. you know, definitely uh, some good stuff for for the for the Chargers there. But I do think the Chiefs are gonna are gonna get a bounce back win. And my absolute like question mark right now is is Byron Pringle gonna outpace Tyreek Hill again this week? Because <laughs> if that happens, I'm done. I'm done with, I'm done with been... fantasy football. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, I have I have bypassed Tyreek Hill every year. This is the first year I go way up in the draft and I go get him. And he had the first great week. And then what the heck was that stinker he put up last week? Yeah, not not involved in the offense last week, but he should be back this week uh, against the Chargers. I think they'll utilize him a little more. Uh, Saints. Hey, Patriots. before you jump, wait, before you jump into Saints Patriots, I just want to yeah. remind everybody we are really excited. You know, we put out really at last notice uh, a pick'em contest on uh, CBS Sports, and with only a day and a half of advertising it to the, to everybody, we've got 14 people that signed up to try to beat me and you. And if anybody beats us and does better in the pick'ems. On Friday's episode, or sorry, on Tuesday's episode next week, we will shout out and we will put our shame, uh, you know, mask on, and we will make sure that people know ad- who we will who, admit who kicked our butt. We will admit who the winner is and that they are yes. better than us. But I don't see that happening. If I'm, being I don't honest. either. I feel good about my picks. I like I like these picks this week. Have Have we disagreed yet? I don't think no. so. Not one no. disagreement yet. We got to get, can we get different? Well, we also have tied the first two weeks. That's true. We're both, uh, what are we, 19 and 13 through two weeks. Not bad. All right. I think we're going to disagree on this one. Saints, Patriots, uh, Patriots coming off uh, a dominant win over the Jets. Saints coming off that basically opposite of their performance in week one. (laughs) And I'm taking a flyer on this. Wait, hold on. Will the real Jameis Winston please stand up? Yes. Please. I think Jameis Winston, you know, is that is just that inconsistent guy. That's just what he's been in his career. And what is inconsistency? What comes with that? You got good week. You got bad week. And I'm feeling this week's back to a good week. I think the Saints wow. I think the Saints know what they have to do to win this game. And it's clear it's they have to get Alvin Kamara involved. You know, he cannot have eight rushes like last week <laughs> and like yards. one target. I mean, that just can't happen. He is you have no weapons right now without Michael Thomas. Marcus Callaway is arguably just you know, this garbage hyped up, you know, sleeper and drafts that I even bought into. And he has two catches through two weeks. So he's, you know, he is, is, is nothing, you know, that, that is, is, is taking over this number one wide receiver role. So Kamara has to get involved. If he doesn't get involved, they will lose this game. So I'm banking on Kamara getting involved, having a big week against the Patriots, uh, the Patriots, uh, that, you know, Mac Jones coming off a week where he didn't have to do much. We'll see if he can keep up with the Saints. Offense that I think can score the ball a little better than the Jets, I would really hope. So I think the Saints score uh, score on this Patriots defense. I like the Saints, especially at plus three. I think it's a close game, but I think they go into uh, they go into New England. I think they get a win. And then New England will turn their focus to next week's game, which is probably one of the biggest games in like a decade or, or one of the biggest games in NFL history with Brady coming back 
to uh, to to New England. All right. Well, you are right. You are absolutely right. We 100% disagree. I completely do not agree with you. I think the Saints, who who, who were this weird win week one against a Green Bay team that just didn't make any sense, looked the part of what I expect the Saints to look like in week two. And they're going up against a Patriots team that actually has a rookie quarterback who is playing like he belongs in the NFL. They have a rushing attack that is very dominant. Their offensive line is playing outstanding. They have weapons. They're starting to use Henry and Jonu Smith. And on defense, they are a solid, probably 12 to 15 ranked defense in the league who doesn't make mistakes. You know, and will absolutely turn the ball over and give Jameis looks he's not, you know, ready for. And McCourty or somebody else is going to have an interception. So I don't like the Saints going to New England and getting a win. I like New England and the win. And I love, love, love again. I'm telling you, week as the weeks go on, the two tight ends are going to get more and more play. So play Henry and Jonathan Smith. All right. Uh, I'm telling you, Kamara this week. Breakout week, finally showing people why I believe he will be the best player in fantasy. Not a great start, but I still believe this week he's going to get going. You, uh, John, you do realize you do realize in our biggest money league, he was my first pick. Yes, I do understand. That. Right. So, I, I mean, kiss of death. I'm just letting <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Giants-Falcons this week. Uh, probably Ugh. the worst game of the week. Just something I don't look forward to watching. Uh, the Giants come in. Uh, Three-point favorites over probably the only team that's worse than them in the league, uh, in the Falcons. That's the only no, game you, the, the, that they'd be favored by. You got the Jets, you got the Jaguars, you got the Texans, sure. you got a few others. Yeah, but but they're they're debatable to be under all of those guys or with all of those guys. Uh, Giants coming off a game they should have won last week in Washington. <laughs> uh, but Completely. This, if I'm being honest, I just I don't care. These are two teams that are bad. <laughs> that are not making the playoffs this year, that are rebuilding, trying to retool. Uh, I'm going to pick the Giants solely because they are just not as bad as the Falcons. And I think their mm-hmm. offense is better. I think Matt Ryan showed exactly what he can do last uh, last week at this age, and he can throw some good passes. You know, he threw mm-hmm. a great pass to, to Calvin Ridley for a touchdown, kept a minute. He also threw two more touchdowns to the other team, which he seems to do a lot nowadays. So I'm taking the Giants. Daniel Jones... Gets a win, gives Giants fans hope, and then they play a real NFL team next week, and they probably will lose again. <laughs> so my, my favorite meme of the week, it says, it's, it's a picture of Matt Ryan. It says, Matt Ryan's leading receivers this season. Mike Edwards, two touchdowns. <laughs> Calvin Ridley, one touchdown. Corderall Patterson, one touchdown. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike Edwards, Edwards plays for the Buccaneers. Plays for the Bucks, yes. <laughs> I just love that meme. Huh. I love it. The Falcons have been atrocious. The defense is atrocious. You can pass on them all day long. And honestly, this will be Daniel Jones' probably only game where he can sit in the pocket, look around, have a smoke, eat a sandwich, and still get it out to, you know, the the Darius Slaytons and Sterling Shepherds of the world. What's been most disappointing is Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony have been absolutely nowhere to be found. Yeah. Saquon Barkley is not the same running back. So I don't love this team. I don't love what their defense is doing. But man, they have pulled a week where they should be able to be terrible and still win. Yeah, I'm taking and, the Giants. Yeah, and for the uh, for the Falcons, if you're one person out there picking up Cordell Patterson and you're you know 
thinking of doing something with him, please don't. I mean, Cordell don't. Patterson has been doing this for years. He is the he is the king of scoring two touchdowns, three touchdowns in a week, and for the next five weeks, he won't have as many points as that combined. That is what Cordell <laughs> Patterson does. He's one week involved in the game plan, and he'll disappear for the next six weeks. That's just what Cordell Patterson does. He did it on the, the Patriots. He did it on the Bears. That's that's what he does. So Cordell Patterson, you can you can keep him on the waivers. Um, I don't I don't want anything to do with him. Uh, and for I, the Giants, I will say this. No, hold yeah. on. I will say this. I'm I am predicting that Kyle Pitts finally has a good game. This is a good matchup for him. This is the the linebackers are are good pass rushers. And they're good run stoppers on the Giants, but they cannot cover in, in out in space. Yeah. And if he can get some one-on-one matchups with linebackers, it could be a big day for Kyle Pitts. And for the Giants, this should be a matchup where Kenny Galladay is involved a lot. And they go, Stop. yeah, we, we just paid you $80 million. Uh, let, let's get you some catches. Like, does he have a catch this year? I don't know. I really don't know. I think so, he's got like three. But, Kenny Galladay... You know, he, 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 this is about the time of the year where he, he he goes, he makes a beautiful catch for like 80 yards, and then he comes out of the game because he pulled his hamstring. Well, I think could be a successful week for Galladay. I'm not saying anything like start him or anything. Just let's – can we see something? Can we see a a nice four for 50 and a touchdown? It. I don't know. I just I want to see it. it. I just want to see it. Right. Actually, I don't even care if I see it. I just want the, you know, the Giants fans to be more miserable. So it is what it is. <laughs> uh, Steelers, Bengals. Uh, the Bengals – Coming off, obviously, that huge week one win in overtime that shocked everyone over the Vikings. Uh, came back, got stuffed by the Bears, and they play uh, another good defense in the Steelers. So are we going to see Joe Burrow struggle again versus a pretty good defense in the Steelers if they have all their guys back? Um, I, I think yes, and I think this is a low-scoring game. Um, I think the Steelers are a better team than the Bengals, and they should be able to handle the Bengals at home. But I have a lot of worry about their offense. I think Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. um, obviously dealing with an injury now with a pec injury, so he's going to be limited. Uh, Deontay Johnson is questionable, uh, might not play this week. That's a wide receiver down. Uh, they have no run game as of yet with with Najee Harris. Like they they have to they have to change something. Mike Tomlin said it this week in his press conference. They have to change their focus. They can't have Ben Roethlisberger dropping back forty five times a game because no. they they will not be successful that way. And that's exactly what I said earlier in the week too so if there's any game against a Bengals defense that can't stop the run either Najee Harris if this can't be your 100 yard game your first 100 yard game your boom week then there's no hope for you there just isn't like this 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 Mm -hmm. is the this is the storyline that should be written up for this game the Steelers should be able to run the ball get Ben healthy take on you know take on this this bad defense in the Bengals a low scoring game like a 20 to 17 game and, uh, and and beat the, these Bengals. Wow. So luckily, we have another opposite. Wow. I'm going with the Bengals. Oh. I'm going with the Bengals for a couple of reasons. Let's read off the injury list for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deontay Johnson, Ben Roethlisberger, Devin Bush, Eric Ebram, Alex Highsmith, Joe Hayden, TJ Watt, Carlos Davis. What do all these guys have in common? It's their best players. Yeah. They are so banged up. This team, their offensive line, who lost four starters last year in free you know, during mm-hmm. the offseason, does is it's not bad. gelling. It's, it's bad. bad. Ben's getting killed back there. I mean, absolutely killed. And the fact that they can't get Najee Harris the ball in space or open up some holes for him is concerning. Like I think Najee Harris is a tremendous talent, but he is not going to be able to beat 
you know, good NFL defenses when he has no blocking in front of him. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm even thinking about uh, benching Chase Claypool, or maybe putting in Will Fuller in, who's coming back from suspension and personal issues. I like the Bengals this week. I think Joe Burrow figured out, like, hey, that was a bad moment. I got in my own head. I, I couldn't get out of it. I think he'll be better this week. I think Jamar Chase will have more success again. I think T. Higgins will have success. And I think Joe Mixon will be able to run on this defense. I, I like the Bengals. I, I really do. I think the Bengals win this game. All right. That's uh, that's two disagreements now. Uh, I just yep. I wanted to pick the Bengals, but I think I rode them a little too high coming off playing a good defense last week uh, in the Bears. Uh, I need to see Burrow. I, I want to see Burrow bounce back, but I think this this week, Mike Tomlin knows it. I, I'm gonna, you know, this is this is gonna be the 30 handoffs to to Najee Harris for 100 yards. I'm telling you right now, it is gonna <laughs> happen. All right, uh, Cardinals Jags in what might be the sketchiest line of the week, in uh, the Cardinals favored by seven and a half, which has been undoubtedly the most explosive offense in the league by far. I think you know, just like I. I I can't even I can't wrap my head around it. Kyler Murray. They should be favored by 27. They really should. Like, I understand they're on the road, but they're playing the Jaguars, who are we've all, you know, as a consensus said, they are the worst team in the league. And Trevor Lawrence has been awful. Uh, I mean, there's no there's no way to sugarcoat it. Like, he's had some nice passes, but he's been pretty he's been not as bad as Zach Wilson, but he's been pretty bad. No. Right. And they can't run the ball and they have no wide receivers. And they got, I mean, except for Marvin Jones, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I, th- this team has issues. Their defense is not playing well at all. And they're coming in with the most explosive offense maybe in the league. How are they possibly going to stop Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green? How? They don't, they they don't they have can't. the guys on defense, no. This no. this is going to be a another Kyler Murray four-touchdown performance. He's going to continue a, a yes. crazy hot start. They're going to get the win. They should easily cover this this seven points. Like They should win by double digits easily. 35-14. Uh, it, it's the NFL. It is the NFL. 35-14. So obviously, Mark Vegas pro- knows something we don't. But for the Cardinals, I do have to say, it's not. I am not the type of person that likes to pick up the guy that did last week and start him the next week. But I really like Rondell Moore. I think they mm-hmm. spent high on this guy because they knew how good he was. We all knew how good he was in college. He shows out mm-hmm. last week. Don, DeAndre Hopkins did not have a bad game, did get banged up and kind of didn't play much in the second half. And, you know, he should be good to go this week. But DeAndre Hopkins had had a good game. And then Ronald Moore had a good game. Like there is there is targets to, to go around. They don't run the ball either. So, you know, right. if, unless it's Murray taking off, he's throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get it to he's got to get it to Ronald Moore and Hopkins and Kirk. There's enough passes to go around, just like, you know, I was talking about uh uh, the Chargers and, and Herbert. It's a it's a similar offense. So my, my, my I like problem, Rondell Moore with, this week. Yeah, no, I get it. My only problem with it is and going the Andre Hopkins. You can always count. You can always count on, but it's then it's a flip of the coin. Like Rondell Moore is going to have a great game. Christian Kirk's going to have a great game. Mm-hmm. AJ Green might even have a good game. Like I just never feel like I can absolutely count on on wide receiver two on that team because you just don't know who he's going to throw to. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is a must start every week. But like, I mean, look at Christian Kirk. Great first game, bad second game. Rondell Moore, eh, first game, good second game. Like I need to see maybe one or two more weeks before I can feel confident to start Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore consistently. Yeah, I... I and, that, and that's what typically I say too. Like that's that's how I roll... But for some reason, Rondell Moore, I don't think it's one of those fluke games. Like I don't think it's like 
you know, a perfect example is, is we'll talk about in the, you know, Viking game, game coming up is KJ Osborne is this like huge pickup now. Like KJ Osborne is a guy that I wouldn't even bother picking up, let alone, you know, starting or considering that. Like he is behind two really great wide receivers. He had one good week. Now, Kirk, they don't usually like to throw the ball all that often. You know, that was just because they were down and they were in a in a uh, in a in a what? fight with with a high powered offense. So that's yeah. not something your, I'm looking your, at. But. Your team, your fantasy football team, would have to have had massive injuries yeah. for KJ Osborne to get a start. But but Rondell Moore starting at a flex is is no, is I'm the not saying it's a I bad like, play. I, like I I just I just think you're going to get weeks of 18 and weeks of six. Yeah, and we could, and that's that is fantasy football for you. That is there that is the uh, that's is. the pain in the game. Oop, there it is. <laughs> All right, uh, Broncos Jets. The Broncos undefeated, two and zero after two easy. Who? How did the Broncos get that? this schedule? How did they get this schedule? That? What is this who? pancake easy games to start off? And now they get the Jets. They will be three and zero after a win versus the Jets. I, I really have only one thing to say, um, and it's that I I like again. Uh, uh, for the for the Broncos, I still like uh, I like Cortland Sutton and Tim and Tim Patrick. I I like them on the outside. Uh, Sutton is is on teams. Tim's not. So if you want to pick up Tim, I still like him. I think he's I think he's due for a touchdown every game. You know, he's not the deep threat, but he is the red zone target. I like that 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 quick six points with a good five for forty. You know, that's that's easy points i think for tim patrick but for the jets i know i talked about michael carter last week i picked him up in leagues uh this week no it's just not gonna happen this broncos front uh front seven is is very good at stopping the run they're one of the best even without to start the year yeah Yeah, even without and chubb's a big loss but broncos they're gonna win this game the only thing that i will say is for some reason i'm feeling crazy i'm gonna take the jets plus 10 and a half because i don't think that they will lose by more than then 11 or 10. Okay. That's just what I'll say. So the Broncos are going to win this game easy. That's that's number one. Yes. Number two, Teddy Bridgewater has been phenomenal, right? I, I just, what a, I'm so happy I picked him up late, 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 late in like the 13th round. I'm just, it was, it was brilliant on my part. But uh, number two is this is going to be a big week for Noah Font. The Jets are terrible covering the tight end. Noah Font's going to have a massive game. Number t- uh, three, the Jets, I don't think they're going to stay within 10 points. I think the Broncos win by more. I think the Jets going to Denver, mile high, all the issues with the conditioning early in the season, I don't like it at all. Give me the Broncos in a runaway. Run away. You in the runaway. Oh, and by the way, Javante Williams will have two touchdowns on the ground. Javante, wow. You throw, Javante Williams. Out throwing stuff out hey. there. I'm just I'm giving you I'm giving you the world. All right, let's, I'm giving I, all of it. After some of some bad games that we kind of didn't care about, let's get to good games. Raiders Dolphins. Raiders undefeated as well. Dolphins starting Jacoby Brissett, no Tua Tungavaloa. Uh Raiders are hot. This Dolphins defense needs to play extremely well for them to have a chance in this game because Brissett is a backup for a reason, and I, I I don't understand what the offensive focus is for the Dolphins through two games. They can't run the ball. They're supposed to be a running team. I understand they're getting Will Fuller black. Uh, they got Waddle and Devontae Parker, which is a sweet trio. But you got to have a quarterback yeah. that can throw him the ball, and I don't believe Brissett is that is is that type of guy that can dish it out forty times and and you know uh, move the ball around to all three of them. 
Uh, I like the Raiders in this. I think they'll go to three and zero. I like the Raiders minus four. I think in this game, you're you're, you're looking at, you know, uh, maybe they're not going to rely on Carr as much. You know, Byron Jones and, and Xavier Howard are still two elite corners. You know, Rugs had a good game last week. I don't like Rugs in this. Uh, you have you know Edwards that has game in in, in week one. This should be Darren Waller's game. Uh, it the, should be, <laughs> and it will be. be. It should be Darren Waller's game. He should get back to his 15 targets because they don't have linebackers again that can cover that can cover Waller over the middle. So I like yep. Waller. If Josh Jacobs is in, I like Jacobs to you know finally get a workload and establish yep. them running the ball. Yeah, I haven't heard if Josh Jacobs is definitely going to play or not. But my bigger question is where. You know, where's Waldo? Where the hell is Miles Gaskin? Mm. This guy was supposed to break out this year as a dual threat, solid, hard-nosed, north-south runner, guy who catches balls out of the backfield at a clip of Austin Eckler, and he is nowhere to be found. I mean, he's basically losing snaps to Sal- to uh, Ahmed, Ahmed, blah, 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 right? I mean, there's just no reason that Miles Gaskin is this bad. Like I said... This is a, you know, Will Fuller is definitely going to enhance that offense, especially the long ball. I think Jacoby Brissett can air it out. I, I don't agree with you that he can't throw the ball 40 times. But this is a Raiders team on defense that the front four is playing lights out. And they might be all over Brissett all game. And the Dolphins, I like the Raiders. The Dolphins offensive line, we didn't even talk about them, have allowed the most pressure, the, the, the yes. largest pressure rate in the entire league. So against that front four, Brissett should have a rough day. Do you know, I think that they, uh, they they looked at it and Tua ran six marathons in the first two games. That's ridiculous. That 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 can't be, especially with that team who should be a running football team. Yes. I don't know what I, I don't know what they did in that offseason. Not great stuff from the Dolphin. Game of the week. Rams Game of the week. Bucks. Both undefeated. Both the two I, I both the two best teams in the NFC, I think we can all agree. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about the Cowboys? No, okay, no, sorry. Brady yeah, I got ahead of myself. versus Stafford. The, the, you know, this is everything you could a, you could ask for in week three. You know, this is this is a huge game. This is gonna be probably tiebreakers huge. down to the end of the season for a number one seed. Like this is there's a lot of stuff that that goes into this. It's also Brady's first game in LA in his career. He has never played in LA. As you know, that's crazy. That's he's cr- been he's been in the league crazy. for 50 years and he's never played in LA. So in for LA, real? yeah. Huh. There, there's never been a team in LA, so he plays. The, uh, uh, he'll, he'll travel to LA. The Bucks have been on a roll. The Rams have been on a roll, and I think one thing about the Rams that's better than the Bucks is going to determine this game, and that's the secondary. I think that the Rams are really strong in the secondary, especially on that that just that defense. Uh, I think they're playing better defense than the Bucks are. Uh, that Bucks secondary is just a weak link. Like there's the rest of the team is pretty mm-hmm. stacked. It, it's strong everywhere else. The secondary has been weak, and especially losing their starting corner in that first bunting. game, uh, yeah. it, it is it, it has been tough. So I believe this week you're gonna you're, you're gonna see no slowing down of Cooper Cup. He will continue his elite status um, through this week as well. Um, I think you see the Rams just say Stafford throw dish this out. Work against the secondary. You know you're gonna you're gonna have to get the, the ball out quick because their front four is going to be after you, and 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 you're gonna have to. The, the, this is what the game plan will be. It'll be getting quick passes to to Woods and 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 Cooper mm-hmm. Cup. So mm-hmm. I am gonna take the Rams. Rams wow. are gonna win this game. They're gonna 
they're gonna, you know, like Vegas says, they're gonna they're the underdogs. They're gonna upset the Buccaneers at home, and and they're gonna be the number one seed in the NFC, NFC after this uh, and be three and you know, the line opened up actually Bucks plus one. And over the course of the week, it's gone to Bucks minus one, which is kind of interesting. So I, again, am going to disagree. Oh, we're just so we're going to have again. another head to head. So I love the Rams. I think the team's great. Matthew Stafford's playing awesome. Cooper Cup is just God. He's unbelievable. He is the best is God yards himself. after catch. He's the best yards after catch wide receiver in the NFL. You can't bring that man down. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a week that uh, Daryl Henderson needs to be benched in every fantasy football league. Zeke couldn't run on this defense. Mike Davis couldn't run on this defense. He needs to be sit down. This is not a good matchup for him. On the Buccaneer side, yes, the LA Rams secondary is better than the Buccaneer secondary, but the Bucks. Minus Antonio Brown, who has COVID and might not play, still have way too many weapons. Way too many weapons. And, you know, Mike Evans broke out. You've got Chris Godwin looking good. You have Rob Gronkowski, who found the fountain of youth all of a sudden. I, I just, there's, there's just too many weapons. There's too many weapons. This defense going to well, play Antonio, like that. Antonio Brown is out. You got to remember. Yeah, Based I on know, the COVID. I, no, I know. But, but. He's vaccinated, so if he gets two negative tests within a 24-hour period, he could play. So it's not absolute that he's out, but it's looking highly unlikely he's going to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting Daryl Henderson down. I'm absolutely Robert Woods and, and Cooper Cup, and I love every offensive weapon uh, on the Bucks because Brady will find a way. I think they're going to go. I think it's um, uh, back to Godwin this week. I think uh, Ramsey's going to be on, on Mike Evans. Uh, yep. Godwin will be the wide receiver this week. It was Evans last week. It was Godwin week one. Every week it flips. But you know what? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Even though both defenses yeah. are a stellar, I think yeah, both offenses are so damn good that I think this game is going to get in the low th- high 20s, low 30s for each team. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Uh, Vikings-Seahawks, another 4 o'clock game. And again with the scheduling vikings what yeah. did what did y'all do to to deserve this schedule and possibly going 0 and 3 uh <laughs> i will not be predicting them going 0 and 3 though i'm going to stick with my vikings my uh terrible super bowl prediction vikings uh the the vikings plus 2 at home against the seahawks uh i'm just going to take two teams that i think are are trending in the wrong direction after after last week you know the seahawks with mm-hmm. a good game but blew just the you know the win aspect of the game like they they played perfection up until that fourth quarter and overtime they should have won that game uh, and the Vikings have should be probably two are, are, are like the best zero and two team because they should be two and zero if it wasn't for a fumble and a missed thirty seven yard field goal and those oh. two plays are two and zero and you beat two really good teams so right. I like the Vikings at home this week because I think. They are going to finally put it all together, not make as many mistakes as they've been. The penalties have been getting ridiculous for the Vikings. They are, I think, the most penalized team in the league. Uh, but they they need they're going to come back, be more, uh, be 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 better as a as a group, not kill themselves, beat the Seahawks at home, and I think the Seahawks are maybe in a little trouble uh, as they sit one and two. Guess what? We're disagreeing again. We we agree. Oh. 
We both actually the Vikings. agree. I'm picking the Vikings too. The nice. troops are coming back. All the guys that got hurt in the I'm avoiding the deer car yep. accident should be back. Defense is back. The, we'll finally the defense see that will defense be better. Strength. Absolutely. The Dalvin Cook will be fine. Kirk Cousins is playing decent. The wide receivers look great. I just think that overall, look, Seattle's offense is excellent, but I still I don't trust that defense. I don't think that they they couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Why are they gonna be able to stop Dalvin Cook? Right? You know, they couldn't stop the the throwing attack to Julio Jones. How are they gonna stop Justin Jefferson and, and, and Adam Thielen? And while it might be a shootout, I just think the Vikings at the end of the day will find a way to win this game. And I agree. I think the Seahawks have issues. Russell Wilson's amazing. DK Metcalf is going to have a, a big game because, you know, they'll probably, you know, key unlock it. But it maybe whoever Peterson's covering, pick that guy. Um, <laughs> but I like the Vikings. I, I think the Vikings win a kind of like, you know, somewhere in that five to seven point range. Yeah. And I said about Osborne, uh, KJ Osborne, uh, forget yeah, about him. Fun. For the Seahawks, I'm going to make a prediction in saying they're going to go through the air. I think that running against the Vikings has not been the strongest this year. Chris Carson, a great week last week. I think he has a lackluster week this week, and they kind of contain uh, Chris Carson this week. I agree. I think DK Metcalf has a very big game. I really yeah. I just have a gut feeling. He, he's yeah. due for one now after Lockett has, has started the yep. season really hot. Uh, Sunday Night Football, yep. Packers 49ers. Uh, the Do you know I got a call? I got a call. They asked me if I was available to play running back. The really? 49ers called me. Well, the yeah. 49ers, shout out my own high school, Timber Creek High School, just signed Jacquez Patrick, who's probably the most legendary player to ever play at my high school. He Right now, he's is he not, you know, he's 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 looking like he's going to play Sunday, you know, maybe uh, the featured back on, on Sunday if all these guys can't go. But who knows with this, who knows with this 49ers team. Um, I said I, I think they're fraudulent. I think they are. Yes, they're 2-0. and uh, Somehow they're favoring in this game. I don't think that's true at all. I, th- I saw the Packers bounce back. Aaron Rodgers is fine. They got Aaron Jones involved. Devontae Adams is back. They even got Tanyan back involved. Uh, the defense looked better in the second half. I think the Packers get it done against the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers have a, a, a beat-up secondary. Uh, they're gonna, the Packers are going to attack that. Rodgers knows what to do. Uh, I, I also like the feud against the two head coaches. There's, you know, beef mm-hmm. there with with the trades in the offseason. That report came out later uh, yesterday. Uh, so so I think it's going to be a gutsy game. I think there's definitely tension between both teams. And, and Rodgers comes out, has another great game. I don't like uh, Garoppolo. I don't like uh, uh, Debo Samuel or Ayuk to get going. If anything, it's going to be Kittle. If, if they're going to have a chance, they got to get him going. But... I think the 49ers get stomped on in this one. I think the Packers are going to come out, take over, and 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 say that the 49ers, y'all are not y'all are, y'all are not as good as your two and zero record really says. So you remember when I said, "Where's Waldo?" You know, we cannot find Miles Gaskin. He's disappeared off the face of the earth. Yes. Where are Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle? Non-existent. Where? I don't understand. Like Kyle Shanahan, you have to get these guys involved in the offense. Yeah. It can't be Debo Samuel every play. It can't be oh, every running back will, will keep rotating and get him killed. Like there, this uh, injury list is ridiculous. It's worse than Baltimore's. It's worse than it's um, it's, it's Pittsburgh's. 
it's everybody. It's Trey Sermon. It's Emmanuel Mosley. It's Fred Warner. It's Jermichael Hasty. It's Eric Armstead. It's Trent Williams, Javon Kinlaw, Jimmy Ward. Like every person on their team is not practicing because they're all hurt. And you're bringing a guy on Sunday night who loves the spotlight. Mm. I mean, you're, you're putting Green Bay, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, you know, back in California where he played college ball. And he loves the spotlight. He's got his confidence back. Aaron Jones looked like a beast last week. Please give me Green Bay in a slaughter, in a a 14-point win. It it, it honestly, if it wasn't for the Monday night game, it'd be my lock of the week. But Aaron Jones is going to have a monster game. Two in a row? And the only thing that's going to stop Aaron Jones from having a monster game is if they get up really big and they take him out and put A.J. Dillon in for a free game. Wow, you're going there. All right. So you're you're thinking big. I think I'm I'm thinking a big win. I'm not thinking as big as you, but I like how you're thinking. I think the Packers get it done on Sunday night. So let's finish it off with Monday night. I think this is early. This is early for a Monday night football game for the Cowboys. They don't they usually have like five Sunday night games before they get a Monday yeah. night. But Monday night, week three, versus the Eagles, finally at home after I feel like it's been like five weeks on the road. It's only been two. But they get a home game versus the Eagles. It's a big a home uh, opener division rival. Uh, the crowd's going to be going crazy. Cowboys oh, are on uh, a big momentum swing for their season after that Chargers win. Cowboys minus four. And I'm going to say right now, it's my lock of the week. Uh, I, 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 I like the position they're in yep. where they're, they're upright. They, they, are, they are on an upswing from that win, carrying the momentum, put the, the, the rushing attack together against an Eagles team who – Looked good against a terrible Atlanta Falcons team, and once they played, a, 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 you know, a better, better defense, and you know, still an offense that really didn't do anything great, but a better defense, mm-hmm. they couldn't move the ball. They just, they just, you know, were stuffed in the red zone. They didn't use Miles Sanders at all. They didn't run the ball, and now your best defensive player in in Brandon Graham's done for the year. Your right guard and yep. Brandon Brooks, who's you know an All Pro, is yep. out. I I I really love the Cowboys position uh, position here. They get Randy Gregory back. Parsons is going to play more DN, and you know, and he'll also be able to go back to linebacker with Gregory. And like, there mm-hmm. there is there's too much lining up for the Cowboys at home. Dak, you know, Dak this week. You don't know what he's going to do. You know, and and I, I think the Chargers were ready for the pass attack in week two, and we decided to run the ball. So is Dak going to come out and pass this game? I think he can. You know, Darius Slay. I've said it before. Doesn't scare me one bit. He's washed up. If Amari Cooper's ready to go, if CeeDee Lamb's ready to go, they can both take him. They've done it in the past. Uh, oh, he, Amari he, Cooper has owned yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, oh, so, so The greatest he, games in a Cowboy uniform have been against the Eagles. Nothing in the secondary scares me. The front, the, the, you know, the, the, the front defensive line has always been good. It takes a hit with Graham, but you still got Fletcher Cox in there. You still got Barnett. Like There are guys in there. I think running the football may... Be difficult, but if they set the tone early running the football, this game is going to be over quick. That's what I will say. So I agree with you. I love the Cowboys this week. Home opener, 100,000 fans, a heated, heated rivalry. Eagles team that I think is a complete and utter fraud. I think Jalen Hurts is a fraud. I don't like him at all. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He is an athletic player who can run and get out of the pocket so that plays a little bit of a concern but throwing the ball he does not concern me at all i think the 
We finally figured out that Tony Pollard is a massive weapon, and he will be in my starting lineup again this week. I wanted to talk about that. Two things about the Cowboys I wanted to quick touch on. Pollard, it's a, it's an it's an incredible, interesting story. Two weeks into the season, is he a must start to put in at RB two or flat? Like, do you have yes. to start him? Yes, because he's he's a little electric, like McCaffrey. He catches the ball out of the backfield. He Every time he touches the ball, he's seven yards into the backfield. He's, you know, he's seven, eight yards out. Mm -hmm. Like, if he gets the amount of touches that these coaches now see how great he really can be, he's going to get points, and he's going to score touchdowns. He is a great compliment to Zeke. I still think Zeke's going to have a great year. I think Zeke's playing great football. Like, yeah, overall, I it's probably the best I've seen Zeke play overall as a football player man you know I, he might not be the rushing guy that he mm -hmm. used to be but he's playing great football the two of them together are both must starts they're they're just compliments to each other and i i can't i can't take the 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 people who just watch you know watch football but they don't actually take into account what the the players roles are and how they're they're just different running backs you know these people that are like tony pollard needs to be the starter needs to get the majority of carries if that happens it just won't be as he won't be as productive. I, I just don't mm -hmm. see that happening. There are two different running backs. Pollard yeah. is 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 extremely fast. Can hit. Can get to the outside. Can pick up extra yards. He's extremely elusive, and that's fantastic. But you know some things that Tony Pollard doesn't great. He had a couple runs where he didn't hit the exact holes. He's not. You know the it, it, Zeke Zeke is elite at finding a hole and hitting it at 100 miles an hour. And on a one yard gain, he picks up four. That is the that special is things so about true. Zeke. He, you know, yep. people don't understand that. They say, well, he doesn't have, when he hits the hole, he doesn't have the speed. Yeah, but, but, but Zeke is, you know, when Zeke's in the game, they, they know they, they stack the box because they know they need to, to put people in there because they don't put people in there. He's going to hit that hole and he will show you a burst of speed if you don't surround people. So what his role is, is to be the big guy and carry people yep. on his back to pick up the, 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 hard-earned yards so they are compliments to each other and it's fantastic because defenses are going to get confused what are they going to run if you have sometimes they put both of them in at the same time it's just a good way to keep the defense honest and and not you know stack the box or or, or yep. cover you know play cover too like it's 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 a really good weapon that kellen moore i trust will know how to use it and he showed yep. last week that he knows how to use it too, too many weapons on offense i mean both tight ends are playing very well uh CeeDee Lamb's playing great. Amari Cooper's fantastic. You know, with the rib injury is a concern, but, you know, he'll, I'm sure he's going he's to play through injured. it. He's always injured. He's fine. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, Cedric Wilson's a great third, you know, string, uh, or, yep. you know, wide receiver. I, I just, I love the balance. I love the weapons. I don't think that the secondary could keep up with the Cowboys. And I think the defense, which is turning the ball over consistently. We have mm -hmm. more turnovers in the first two games than we had in the first eight games last year. Mr. Trace. Mr. Trayvon Diggs is becoming a star before our eyes. He is top. Correct. He and is top five in you know in in opponent uh, QBR or you know completion yep. percentage or whatever the stat is. Like he is being a dominant corner so far this year. And he will lock down Jalen Rager and you know or Devontae Smith or whoever's on there. And I just I don't like the weapons. You know Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz are getting up there. They don't scare me like they used to back in the day. Yeah, well, Ertz, Ertz is also another one that's on the COVID list, which he has been a cow, uh, a cowboy killer in the past. He's yeah. obviously not that same player and doesn't have the same role. I am worried about Goddard being a guy that the Eagles go to. I think that the Cowboys are going to put more, more points than the Eagles can can really score with their offense. But Goddard, 
If I'm going to be, you know, on the other side of this game for fantasy wise, I think he could have a strong game and be the leading receiver when the Eagles, you know, have to pass in this game because they're going to have to keep up with passing. So I think Goddard well, I mean, actually could have it, a good game. The, the scary part is they're throwing the ball to Quez Watkins, huh. right? Like he's yep. the Travis Fulgham of this year. You yep. know, like all of a sudden he's the guy, you know, I, I don't I don't like this Eagles team. You know, we hate the Eagles. I, I have no problem telling the whole world I hate the Eagles. <laughs> I hate them more than any professional sports team in any of the four sports. Wow. I can't wait for this game. I hope we win by 46. I know that's not going to happen, but we are winning this game and I'm going to have a nice, easy Monday night. All right. I like the confidence. And yes, lock of the week, Cowboys will be winning Monday night. Now, the bigger question is with now we have a couple of differences, maybe three differences or so. Uh Will anybody on this CBS Sports beat us this week? What's your prediction? No, I'm going to win. I I like the picks. It is unfair that they are listening to the picks and they can change it. But I would like to think everyone has their picks in. Um, I I will tell you, of the 14 people, they all have their picks in except one. The swing... The swing that that that'll that'll get me this win this week is the Rams beating the Bucks. I'm confident in that one, and I like the uh, I really like the Saints this week over the Patriots. Those two games, yeah, I don't gonna get me the win. All right, listen, we are going to recap because that's what we do. We'll go over what we got right. We'll go over what we got wrong. We will have a special segment for holy crap, somebody did better in picking these games than us, and mm-hmm. that makes us look like you know idiots so we'll have that segment too but we're excited it's gonna be a great week of football i can't wait to recap it on tuesday all right let's have a great week three we'll recap it on tuesday break it all down go cowboys